Welcome to Talkin' Docs, the monthly show where we dive into the world of documentaries and review them for your listening pleasure. Why documentaries, you may ask? Well, documentaries have the power to inform, educate, and entertain us in ways that few other mediums can. They allow us to delve deep into a subject, explore different perspectives, and challenge our assumptions. But with so many documentaries out there, it can be overwhelming to decide what to watch. That's where we come in. On Talkin' Docs, we'll cover a wide range of topics, from politics and social issues to art, science, and nature. So whether you're a seasoned documentary buff or just dipping your toe into the genre, Talkin' Docs is the perfect place to discover new films, expand your horizons, and join the conversation about the world around us. Hi, welcome to Talkin' Docs. My name is Jennifer Smith. I am here with my two wonderful co-hosts for this evening and for every one of these shows, Logan Crossland and Cowboy Roger. How are y'all? Doing fantastic. Um, we have our buddy uh, Fido the Bear here with us as well. So, oh, Fido! Um, <laughs> is, is, is Fido is Fido full at this point or hungry? Yeah, he he ate my neighbor earlier, so I, oh, mean, shit. I think he's good. So we're in the middle of summer, so we should be okay. And I, I'm doing uh, I'm doing well, Jenny. Good. Ho- hope you are too. I am. I am. So for season two of uh, of our show here. We said we were going to do animal documentaries, and, you know, Roger's like, yeah, let's do Grizzly Man. And I'm like, cool, I've never heard of this, so I'll learn some things about grizzly bears. This is not the animal documentary that I was expecting (laughs) in any way, Um, but it ended up being, like, just way worse, not better um, question mark <laughs> than that but it's not a traditional <laughs> animal documentary uh, that I was kind of thinking because we wanted to cleanse our palate from cults and do something I thought cute um, no, this ain't not. it this I didn't realize it. I didn't realize we were going for cute <laughs> not cute very well done though and very entertaining yeah I feel like yeah. I don't think either of you had seen this before Definitely yeah. not. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that you're happy you did. I, I'm happy and uh, just horrified still. <laughs> no, it definitely was enjoyable. Um, yeah, maybe maybe the ending's uh, kind of horrifying to think about. But uh, yeah, it was definitely very interesting throughout the whole thing, for sure. So this one is uh, it's from 2005. You can find it on Amazon uh, and a lot of places, actually. I had a bunch of but I watch it on Amazon Prime. Um but it's by uh Warner Herzog. Um cool name. German dude. Awesome voice. Cool voice. Um and it it, it chronicles uh the life and death of uh Timothy Treadwell Treadwell mm-hmm. and his girlfriend Annie uh Huguenard, I think was her name, if I'm saying that correct. Um, uh, um, <laughs> trying to very, very rarely are you at a loss for words. Yeah, uh, what, what because, because the documentary is so interesting. Like, I'll frame it the way the documentary does because they're so like Timothy was he considered himself an ecologist, I guess, a conservationist, and he 
was protecting these bears. So, and he went for what they say, 13 summers to spend time in Alaska with grizzly bears for years, for a long time, every year. So that is amazing. And I was like, cool. So like, um, there'll be a lot of amazing footage, right? From these bears. And I was just like, cool, that's going to be amazing. I can't believe we're going to see like all this cool grizzly bear stuff. And then they tell you up front what happened to Tim and his girlfriend in that they were eaten by bears. One bear. One bear. Allegedly. Very angry bear. Yes. Yes. And so being eaten um, by an animal is my greatest fear. And <laughs> I didn't know if y'all knew that before this I started. Did I, I, I did not when I recommended the, the documentary. So I, I freaked the fuck out. I thought I told you both that uh, maybe you thought I was kidding. Maybe I, I, did. I thought I put it in the chat and said, Grizzly Man is great. They get eaten by the bear. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely did not think you were being serious. Uh, I think I had heard that from somebody else, so maybe I didn't believe you at first, but once somebody else said it, I was like, yeah, it might, might actually happen. <laughs> were you as horrified as me, Logan? Um, I mean, that's a terrible fucking way to go, just right? get mauled by a bear. Um, the thing is, is he knew that it was like, like I think Timothy had mentioned that like that certain bear was like temperamental and like he had kept his eye out on him before and didn't go as close to him as maybe he did some of the others so um yeah it's it's terrible to think of i mean that's like a that like you said it's probably one of the worst ways you could go i'm sure uh just having to go through all that but um yeah probably probably not as horrified but close i guess roger i can't believe you did this to us <laughs> this is a very well done documentary it really is I think it it's, it makes sense to get the big uh, you know elephant in the room out of the way early I think in the so documentary. Too. You know he's dead. They they were killed by a bear, but the documentary is definitely like about a lot more than that. And I think it is a pretty nice tribute for his life. Um, like you said, Jenny, what he did is pretty unprecedented. Mm-hmm. Um, for obvious, the way it ended is kind of the reason it's unprecedented, <laughs> right? <laughs> is he went kind of like out on his own mm-hmm. and lived in like the most remote part of Alaska with wild grizzly bears every summer for 13 summers and broke like every cardinal rule that there is. Mm-hmm. Um, he interacted with the animals, he fed the foxes. You're supposed to stay a hundred yards from the grizzly. He was essentially like petting the grizzly bears. Uh-huh. Um, but if you wanted incredible footage, he had some really incredible footage. He, honestly, gigantic, massive, massive grizzly bears that he is like an arm's length away from, mm-hmm. and you can like the, the, you get both points of view in the documentary, uh-huh. right? Of people who were close to him who talked about what a kind soul he was and how much he cared about the animals to there was one specific interview that was a little rough where they said the only reason he lived that long is because the bears thought he was like had something wrong with him like that mentally. took me out <laughs> i was like that like, man just <laughs> said that out loud they so, thought 
the bears thought that he was a mentally challenged person they, or they, another bear i guess that, I they know. felt bad no not at all. they just the, the guy basically said the only reason he lived that long it had nothing to do with anything anything he did he did everything wrong but they just you know, they, they kind of felt sorry for the bears, which is ridiculous. Like It, it's it is ridiculous. <laughs> bears but, cannot feel sorry for things. But in the way sorry. he delivered, the way he delivered it was, it was, um, it was, real, it was, it was real. But yeah, that, I that guy was cold for sure. Yeah. But, and I thought, but I, I, I genuinely think that for such a, he was obviously like, when you watch the footage, Treadwell was a pretty strange guy, right? Like, no, not, not your, not, not your average bear, as they would say. <laughs> um, but I thought, I thought they, um, I thought they presented a pretty balanced, a pretty balanced documentary, both mm. celebrating him and, mm. you know, th- like showing that what he did was not, not super smart. Yeah. Right? And he he had all this footage of himself, you know, um, and he would go on rants about the government, uh, about people trying to kill him, about people trying to come and poach the bears. Um, So, like, all of his, like, gentle, loving nature with the animals, like the foxes. I thought he was amazing with the foxes. Yeah, that was really cool. That was so sweet. Um, and, and the foxes, I think, connected with him. Like, mm-hmm. the bears did not. You know, I, 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 he was naming all the bears, and he seemed to think that he had these relationships with them. And to me, it looked delusional. But when he was with the foxes, I thought that looked genuine. Um, and that was kind of amazing. And... I, and then talked about his his mental health issues, um, addiction issues, and stuff like that. But he seemed healed by loving the bears. You know, it, it just seemed and to be cons- what he needed. He considered himself like a um, protector, like he said right. it, a protector yeah. of the bears. And like, I mean, this was just this guy's this guy's path. Yeah, um, there's mm-hmm. some like. It's what he, made he, he made some giant mistakes, though, like bringing having an inexperienced person with yeah. him was yeah. a, was was not good. Like he, you know, you can make a pretty strong argument. He got her killed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then just the the way he would the way he would be as close to the bears as yeah, the, that uh, was fucking wild. As he was, I mean, these things are. I mean, you, for, for for the listeners, you should watch it. I mean, these are like they're like, they're, they're the biggest grizzly bears in the world. I mean, they they yeah. stand up and they're like friggin' ten feet tall, and yeah. he's like right there with them in their in their territory. And then they said, you know, if you're gonna camp anywhere near bears, you need to be out in the open. Mm-hmm. And he was hiding so that yep. they didn't like the so that the park rangers didn't make it move, which is like another giant no no. Yeah, but it was just. What do you he was think? Definitely breaking the law. Oh yeah, what he and he flouted. He was very like anti mm-hmm. park ranger, right? He kind of ended like he was. He he had some stuff going on he mentally, did. and I mean, <laughs> like I mean, I guess if you but if you 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 can't. The average person isn't going to want to just go by themselves to the mm-hmm. to the wilderness and just stay out there for a summer. It reminded me a bit of. The Into the Wild story. I, I thought that several times. If you're familiar with that, like another, I love that story, yeah. 
like I get the sentiment, like the kid in Into the Wild, he like got a cashier's check from the bank for his life savings, said money doesn't mean anything, so he burned it. Mm-hmm. And then he went and said, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go find myself. I'm gonna go where there's no other people around. And I get that. I think mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think we all death. I think we all could probably relate to that a little bit, but it was again just like with him a lack of preparation and yeah. Like it, based on some of the stuff that you see with Treadwell, it's a miracle he lived as long as he did. It really is. Yeah, and he's obviously like a conspiracy theorist, theorist kind of guy, very anti-government, very like fuck everybody that uh, is in charge and tell me before what to it do was cool months. too, Logan. Yeah, 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 for sure, absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, just it's 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 insane how close he got to the bear because there's like there's like one one scene where he's like literally like right right next to it, like petting mm-hmm. it, like hugging mm-hmm. it and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, and then the one I think he's a little further away in this one, but they like like two of them are fighting and like biting each other and oh each other. shit, but, like he's still like way closer than like if like he stepped on a stick and they heard it snap, like they could like run after him and fucking just just destroy him, you know. So um, yeah, it's just just insane uh, how close he got. Yeah, like like Roger was saying, he's very anti park ranger. You know, oh I'm gonna hide in my hideout now, so. Um, you know, he had like little bunkers that he could sit in, but, um, you know, kind of like you were talking about Jenny, the whole thing with the foxes, I thought that was really cool as well. I thought, you know, he had a kinship with them. He like Mm -hmm. fed them. He, you know, he like, they like kind of lived with him and slept with him sometimes. So Mm -hmm. it was like, he really, he really got, uh, to know the foxes, I guess a little bit more intently and they like played along with them and stuff. So that was really cool. Um, but yeah, the bears just kind of never really, uh, wanted to do much with them, but he always named them. Uh, but they always just kind of looked at him like, what are you doing over there? Yeah. Don't come any closer or yep. I'm going I'm to attack you. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the thing with the foxes was really cool. The bears just seemed very just nonchalant. Like, you know, they barely registered him, which is weird, I thought. But, like, I guess he was around a lot. So they got acclimated to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and they certainly yeah. didn't, I guess, didn't feel threatened by him. No. So these bears are so remote, they've probably very rarely mm-hmm. been around people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they're that's just, they're, they're an apex predator. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, whatever they with this guy. Like, that kind of, in that kind of atmosphere, they're, like, kind of wired to not really be afraid of anything <laughs> right yeah that that bear fight the way that he filmed it and he mm-hmm. just he just kept filming it that was incredible and that bear totally shit during the fight and uh i was like oh my god and he basically calls the one that lost a pussy he was yeah he was, and then he he talks goes to the, after him <laughs> i was like Oh my god. I was like, that's probably the bear that got him because he was sitting there talking shit after the bear got got his ass handed to him <laughs> in that fight. Oh my god. Um fucking shit. wrestling commentator out there. Yeah, exactly. That's what he sounded like. <laughs> the other thing that the documentary kept oh man. It's it, it had no chill. Like it like, I, I, they did not handle things very sensitively, I thought. Like, it, it was, like, they had the coroner talking about after they found the bodies. Oh, and that the, was so weird. The coroner was hamming it up like he was doing, a like, a theater production, 
like uh, like he was playing a coroner like a, mm-hmm. a, a creepy one and he was like this is this the box that their remains were in they were in two separate bags and like shows you it and then apparently in a horrific uh discovery that this guy was in the wilderness he was filming all the time filming 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 so they find not footage but they find audio uh of the mauling that killed them both so i guess the lens cap was covering up so they couldn't see it but then they had it and the coroner was like i listened to it and he was describing it and he was like describing it like he was jerking off while he was talking about it. <laughs> it was the creepy. I mean, that's a little rough. He was I think he was just being very rough. clinical. I mean, he's a coroner. No, he was not. No. There was, was a little theatricalness to it. I, I'll agree with right? you a little bit. It, it may, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> go ahead. But oh my God. Then Werner Herzog listened to it. Yeah, and then he and cried. He told, the, he told the woman, he told Tim's friend who had the tape. Don't ever, don't ever listen to this. Don't Never, ever. It. Just burn it. Can you imagine that? And they described it. So he's yelling for her to run, run away. You know, run away, run. Away. I, I guess she doesn't. Um, but the, he described. You know, he the bear had mauled his head so that his scalp was basically peeled off his head, and then the bear went for what do you say, like his leg, like up on the leg. And that was, and they yeah. found his arm over here, and then they got the watch off his arm and gave it to this girl. I was like, "Holy shit!" The way oh they did—I mean, he did give you like based on the audio and then his his expertise. I mean, it was yeah. pretty pretty detailed play by play of how of how it went down. Yeah, and, disturbing. But you can so. hear you can. So at first, Tim was asking Amy to save him, basically. So yeah. you could hear on, yeah. you could hear on the video her hitting the bear in the head with like a frying pan. Mm-hmm. It sounded like, and the bear's trying to drag Tim away. And then, and then it came. It sounds like it came back for her, and they think it's because of her screaming. That so. if she would have just if she would have been able to pull it together and remain quiet, that she probably the bear probably wouldn't have come back for her. But I mean, that's a pretty pretty tall ass in that situation because the way he described it the bear had tim by the head and then yeah. it go, and then jack grabbed him by like the thigh and that's when oh. tim, that's when tim knew he was dead and he told me he needed to run and oh but and then even though like i agree with the no chill thing like they're they're very it's very detailed and graphic like even the um yeah. the pilot who was their friend yeah, um, the who found them was just very was very, you know, he didn't hold back and say, no. he found out, like, I flew over and I looked and saw what th- appeared to be a human ribcage. Yeah. Right. And that was his buddy. He's like, he's the one who dropped him off. And he's just casually walking around and, like, showing you where he found all this shit. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god. But the one thing is, I mean, that Tim says on video throughout the movie, throughout the documentary, is that he knows he could die at any time. Oh, yeah, all the time. He so, says, I will die for these animals, you know. I think, like, he probably had some some, some idea that this is a good chance. This is how we would go. Um, he was okay with it. He said it at certain points. Yeah. The, the, the documentary is a little, like, 
Herzog's voice and the way he delivers stuff just very like he's not like there's not a lot of emotion there and he's got the accent. Yeah. But the way he, he says like some a... stuff, there's there's definitely like a fair amount of unintentional comedy. Yes. Like he, uh, when he talks about the death, he said the circumstances around around the death are rather mm-hmm. absurd. Mm-hmm. Timothy, when he said Timothy got into a got into a shouting match with an obese flight attendant. Oh, right. And, and, and about his, about the information on his printed ticket being wrong, and said, "Screw it, I'm going back with the Bears." And that's when he went back and got killed. And um, I, but but Herzog just delivers it with no emotion at all. <laughs> like, it, it was. <laughs> I played it back again. I'm like, did you say what I think you said? <laughs> like. Like he had to throw in the the body type of the yeah, of the, yeah. <laughs> the slightly overweight to have <laughs> an obese obese flight attendant <sighs> calls the death of Tim Treadwell inadvertently because if he would have got on the plane, you know, yeah, well they, they talk about kind of why it happened, right? Like the bears who already knew him. Had, were hibernating, so there were mm-hmm. these more wild bears from the inland who had come come out, and they there were no salmon left. Like they, yep, it was pretty creepy toward the end. They God, showed, that was creepy. They showed the footage, and they're they're just speculating, but there's footage from just a day or two before he was eaten, mm-hmm. and um, it's of a bear, of a, of a bear diving down to the bottom to try to get the, what little salmon is left, yeah. and they speculate. Again, Herzog speculates without any emotion at all right. that that this Timothy could have inadvertently filmed his murderer. Right. <laughs> what, do so what do you think? I mean, I feel like that might be likely. Oh, yeah. I mean, you'll never know. But, it, yeah. but they said it was a male. That bear was a male. Mm-hmm. And, and they killed the bear. Allegedly the bear that killed them. Well, yeah, it was because they, they found They had to body. get all the remains out of yeah, the bear. The bear was protecting Jesus it. Jesus Christ. Well, the, they knew it was that bear, too, because it was protecting it. Ugh. Protecting its kill. Ugh. That's so fucking horrible. <laughs> you know, at least they killed him before he became bear poop. Um <laughs> I mean, I think I, I think if you asked Treadwell, he would have said not to kill him. Definitely. Oh, probably like, so. Like, oh, yeah, he probably like he so. would be more upset about that than the bear eating him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, at certain points, he definitely said he was okay if, like, it, that's how it ended. Like, I mean, obviously, I don't think he wanted to die, but, um, but you know, if, that, if that's the way it went, he was kind of okay with it. But, yeah, I think he probably would have been pissed that they killed the bear just to get his... Uh, you know, his shin bone out of its large intestine or whatever. God based damn it, on how? The, um, based on the description of how what went down, it seems like a real, real rough way to go. Oh. Yeah, I don't... I, I mean, because he seemed to be pretty much conscious through the whole thing. Yeah, that's hor- that's horrifying. Uh, yeah, when his, like, scalp is basically ripped from his yeah. head and he's like, run, run! run. That's pretty uh, rough oh. to think about. Jesus. He was not yeah. a cult member. He was at least not a cult member, though. Yeah. yeah. He was a one-person cult. 
but it is, I, I think it's I think it was very well done, and I no, think it is for sure. Like it, it's it's really tough to get a. a he was a really interesting guy because those those people who knew him mm-hmm. that knew him well, like they really cared about him. Like mm-hmm. I thought where they when they brought his ashes back out there, right? I thought that was a really pretty touching touching scene, mm-hmm. and I mean they almost had like a little bit of a hippie vibe mm-hmm. to them, like Big time. and, and um, yeah. you know that's just like like I don't think he was a bad person. I think I don't just, think so either. And like he seemed like a guy that like was a man of many women. Like he didn't have one specific girlfriend. He had kind of had like a girl in each city or whatever, something like that, something to that effect. Because that other girl that you know was got the watch and everything seemed to still be like super in love with him. So we, uh, we need Werner Herzog to go get across the man of many women. <laughs> Well, he, <laughs> he even addressed it with that one woman um, that had his ashes or whatever that said, said she says they had a strictly platonic relationship. Well, she like, did. That's but the other, one, the other one did not. Yeah, the other no, one did definitely not. not. But I mean, that's kind of a, you know, if you're, they, they, they like I said, there's a little bit of a hippie vibe there. Like, yeah. With free love, that's a pretty, yeah. kind of, like I said, the biggest issue I had with him is is getting getting the girl killed. like she very clearly wasn't like she was afraid of bears is what they said like uh-huh. they said it more than once i mean i, I get you can make the argument right like i'm sure he was pretty open about where they were going mm-hmm. hey we're gonna go live with the bears well if you're afraid <laughs> of bears maybe you shouldn't go but um she's she like you gotta and learn then, to love them, babe. <laughs> and then I think it's kind of maybe telling about the other the other thing that maybe he had some, you know, narcissistic tendencies. Mm-hmm. That however many hours of footage there was from that summer, she was in like forty five seconds worth of footage, and it was like by accident at the end. Right. She was trying to duck out of the view of the camera, where you know, I think it was kind of all about him. Also, I think that the names that he chose for the bears were very dumb. He he definitely could have. Um... Hey there, Mister Chocolate. How you yeah, doing, Mister Chocolate? Chocolate. What are you doing? <laughs> I thought that was so weird. But he named the whole place what the grizzly maze, right? He yeah, it. the grizzly maze. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like he he was, you know, it's almost like he was like a, an explorer, right? Just discovering mm-hmm. a place. So I think he just liked it there. He's he's great value, Steve Irwin of the Bears. A little bit, right? The foxes are super cute, though. <laughs> they really are. I really like the foxes. No. But I mean, the thing, like he wasn't like as much like the crocodile hunter. No, yeah, you're right. I mean, he was very crocodile hunter was very commercial. It's like mm-hmm. I think was probably he was out there trying to make a bunch of dude. trying to make a bunch of money, right? In, in addition to. Caring for the animals, whereas this guy, I think, just didn't, you know, was more more along the lines of the the into the wild, just Mm. away from society. He wanted to be out of the land. He really loved the bears. Like he he went into he went into schools and talked about bears, which I mean, you could make an argument that the like those schools, it was a questionable decision to have him come in and talk to the kids because he was. Not, like, 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 not, yeah, and not, 
you know, like what he's telling them about is something that they absolutely should not do. Right. Yeah, and he's not like a legit like. Uh, well, he might have some kind of scientist background, but he's not like a legit like, you know, zoologist or. No, he has an actor background. Remember, he didn't have any background. He he. He was upset because he lost out to um, what's his face on Cheers. Woody. Oh yeah, that's right. Woody, yeah, Woody Harrelson. Imagine uh, Timothy allegedly Kettel as the right. bartender on Cheers. I don't think it would have worked as, as, a, as a Boston guy. Put that right back in the bag. It's like his dad told that story, and I was like, he definitely just fucking told y'all that and lied to y'all, and y'all believe that. <laughs> That did not happen. Mr. Chocolate, did you know I almost was on Cheers? <laughs> <laughs> he could have like he could have kept a guy could have named the bears like Norm. Yeah, he yeah, yeah, he should have. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that would have been really funny. Um, so like, one at one point, there's footage of other people, um, there on the little sanctuary. Um, sort of like the planes or whatever. I don't know what they call it. Anyway, and they left him a message, like they wrote on the rock, hey, Timothy, see you next year, or whatever. See you next summer. And they were supposedly there taking pictures of the bears, and he, he was thinking they were poaching them. All that was very weird. Yeah, and but, it was never really fully explained. It wasn't. It was like, what? Wait, what? It, There's some chance that he wrote that stuff. I was going to say, he definitely mm-hmm. wrote that, right? I mean, I don't know if we can say for sure, but... Yeah. It, it, I mean, it, it would, like... It would... Like, he had this... Like, it seemed like he had this... That didn't even seem like he did. He had this anti-poaching, unprotecting mm-hmm. the bears. There's some narcissism there. So mm-hmm. if there's other people leaving... Notes that means the bears are in danger and Timothy's gonna right. right. So I think it's I think there's a pretty strong chance that that it was either him or it was that guy who talked all that shit about him, just trying to get in his head and screw just him. messing with him. Yeah, I wondered about that too, like how he was perceived by other people, you know, if they took him seriously or if they just thought he was a nut. I my guess is that probably the majority were in the same camp as the guy who like Right. The guy who thought he was <laughs> who thought who thought that, you know, that he just had something wrong with him. I mean it, those videos, I mean it's pretty over the top. Like mm-hmm. and I mean to go out there with no training or anything at all, right? And like it is a pretty wacky thing, wacky thing to do. Real dangerous thing to do, and he yeah. didn't exactly exude like he was like John Rambo going out there or anything, you know. Like where, um, so I, but I would think that he was, and and by the true conservationists, the people who are actually trying mm-hmm. to protect the bears and stuff, mm-hmm. and the yeah. like, like that human intervention, so that these these animals aren't scared of people is like the worst thing that can, that can happen. Mm-hmm. Right. If they like those foxes, like he wasn't doing them any favors. Like yeah. these foxes should not like, like be walking up to people. Right. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's bad for them. And um, so overall he, he probably did more harm than good. 
Yeah, and the guy, uh, the like the actual scientist, like says that, like he say, he probably he, like as much as he was a, he had good intentions and were, uh, you know, was that felt like he was out there for good reasons. Uh, he probably did more harm than good to the just natural habitat of the area, uh, and all the animals that were there. Uh, in general, um, did they really go into how he like lived off the land? Did he just like catch fish and like f- cook them on a fire, or uh, did he have like his like a house or like a hut or that something that he lived in? Did they really go into that? I, 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 I got the sense that um, they that pilot was flying in yeah. once a month or something, like supplying him up. Yeah, right. Gotcha. I don't. Think but he, he probably. He was probably fishing, maybe, um, but yeah. I doubt he knew like shit you could eat. Like, I mean, over thirteen years, you probably learned some shit. Um, yeah. But also, why did the government or whatever Park Service ever stop him or fine him or then? I mean, I think they tried. He was actively hiding. He yeah, did, he like, had the like camouflage tent and all this stuff. So like they, they couldn't, couldn't go in there and find him. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's a pretty remote area, and that's like. So it's like, like if, whatever happened. Think about if you think about like the resources it would take to find his camouflage tent in this mm-hmm. huge. Like, is it really like? Why would they divert him? Why? Why? Why would they do that? Yeah, it's not like he's killing the bears himself. Like, if he was picking them off, maybe you put a little bit extra uh, effort into it. But, you know, he's just kind of studying them and stuff. So, And, I mean, they would be pulling him out for his own protection. He didn't want it. That's just, what I'm He thinking. would just go back anyway. Right. Yeah, exactly. It, mm. You can lead <laughs> the bear to water, as they say. <laughs> it just seems like they could have deterred him in some way. You know, for his own good. It seems like they tried, and all that that did was make him like super paranoid. Paranoid. About the art yeah. Service. Right. He went on that ridiculous, like five minute f bomb. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he said the f bomb about five hundred million times in a row. And it was directed mostly at the Park Service. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were it was like they're trying to they're trying to hold me back, basically. <laughs> they don't want me to study the bears, the bastards. So, but but yeah. it is a similar. It's similar to Into the Wild because that kid died like a quarter mile from where he could have been fine, just because mm-hmm. he was he was out in the woods without any training. You know. Yeah. Like, I think the big moral is if you're if you're going to do this, you need to have some level of expertise. <laughs> a bear wrangler. <laughs> You should like what 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 Treadwell did is nuts. Like nobody should ever like you yeah, know, it's, it's, nobody should do that. You can't. I mean, it's like the equivalent of saying I'm gonna go live with the lions on the Saturday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bears are like a bear might be like more dangerous than a lion. Have you ever yes, seen like, The Revenant? Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. I mean, we think of like the cute teddy bear, and it is a good, you know, it's a majestic, good-looking animal. But they are vicious. They are and and big motherfuckers. Yeah. Just well, those, that, those grizzly bears have the bite power to like bite through the, bite through your car mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's um. Yeah. 
So imagine that. Imagine that being your arm. It would just like cut through it like a fucking steak. Like you. Yeah, would, like a toothpick. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, like that bear. If that was the bear, that one wasn't even that big, and it, it took care of him and her no problem. Yeah, I mean, uh, unreal, unreal strength and just power. I mean, your you best think- your best bet is to outrun them. But if I mean, if, if they, they run thirty five miles an hour, yeah, they run. Bear. yeah. yeah. Well, what is, what is, I didn't say you could outrun him. I said your best bet is to make him. <laughs> they said no. Well, he did. He did have some training because what he was doing was the right thing. When they got closer, they got a little aggressive with him. Is to make yourself real big. Big, yeah. And then mm-hmm. you're supposed like he. I don't know if he had bear spray, but that stuff is supposed to work. Mm-hmm. In my, <laughs> I doubt that. he had bear spray. It, it was probably toxic <laughs> to the animals, so he mm-hmm. probably didn't do it. But he did mention that he refused to have weapons. Yeah, mm-hmm. he did. Like, if she fired a shotgun blast into the air instead of hitting it with a pan, maybe that would have run away. I just wonder if he, because uh, uh, he knew it was happening. You know, he knew <laughs> that just blows my fucking mind. Like. He he knows as it's happening that this bear is going to eat him. You know, it's my like- question, and they never really adequately explain this, is how did that camera get turned on? Well, they were you know what I mean? like, everything from what I could tell. Yeah, but it was sitting there with the lens cap on. Like you can't just leave it on. There's no electricity out there, right? <laughs> like I mean. It's- it's got to be, it had to be off and it had to be turned back on. Maybe they were about to start filming. That's what I was like thinking. They were about to film. Or like, did they hear the bear coming? It, or it didn't sound like it, right? It seemed like it was just like bang, right? right. Like before, yeah. before you knew what happened, the bear was on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he yeah. would do that. Like he would just walk like, or sit in front of the bear with his back to the bear. A lot of, and, and most of those shots. He was, he would look back at the bear a lot, but he he wasn't watching this. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but I wonder he may have been able to see them in his camera, depending on how he was looking at them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But even then. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, he had to have some kind of forage you on. So, what do you guys think overall? Solid. It it's fucked up, like. <laughs> it, it's it's a really good watch. Um, it's sad, you know, and yeah, it's it's that weird gray area where you go, that guy, you know, he seemed like an all right guy, but he just met, made bad decisions, and he couldn't he couldn't function like with people much anymore. It, that's what it seemed like to me. Uh, he just would rather be with the bears. Um, but you think he I, thought he was a bear. I well, one of those guys, that one of those guys so. said that, you know, like he wanted to be a bear. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think he thought he was a bear. I think he just really wanted to be one. Yeah. He just wanted to be as one with them as he could be like, you know, if he could live there year round, he would. But um, obviously, yeah, I mean it is fucked up. The whole, you know, him dying and how he died and what what you know they got into about the the death and the killing and all that kind of stuff. 
completely fucked up, but it, it was a very good documentary. I thought it was very well done. Uh, like I said, the guy has an incredible voice that narrates it and does all the interviews and stuff like that. So that definitely helped it. Um, but uh, yeah, just really well done. A lot of good footage. Uh, I mean, it was kind of crude, I guess, kind of crude footage, but you know, just seeing the bears in their natural environment, kind of seeing them, you know, eating and, you know, just fighting in that little scene was really cool. Um, the, like I said, the stuff with the foxes was pretty cool as much as it probably wasn't actually good for him. Uh, I kind of seeing him interact with them, but yeah, I thought it was really well done. Looked really good. Um, and yeah, it's just, it, it's fucked up. Obviously, uh, you don't want to see anybody die. We were supposed to be getting into happy stuff here, guys. What That's happened? What I'm just yeah, we, never, we never said happy. Said, <laughs> I mean, as a, as an avid animal documentary watcher, Mm-hmm. I would argue that most animal documentaries are going to are going to bring more tears than the fall documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I'm okay with it, like murder in the wild, because look, that's nature. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, yeah, um, it hurts a little more. Like, I'm, mm. you, I'm sure we'll, we'll cover some of these documentaries, some of the some of the more famous ones. <laughs> but there's some pretty tough stuff. Stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. We, we have a lot of tough things to look. Animals for. that you've grown pretty close to over the last couple of hours. Um, <laughs> Big fan of Mister Chocolate here. <laughs> this one, um, this is one of those stories where, like, if you like wrote this, wrote a script, like you might get laughed out of the room as if being up with it. That's that would never happen. <laughs> so, like, the fact that it's all documented. Yeah. And the story is what it is. It almost surprises me that it wasn't like a bigger story because me it's too. such a crazy story. This guy lives with the bears all these years and then gets eaten by a bear. Like mm. legit eaten by a bear. It's a crazy story. But I, I also thought very well done. I had seen it before. <laughs> I don't know if you I don't know if we'll ever go with another one of my uh, recommendations <laughs> on talking docs, but no, we, we had to get this one in. We had to get this one in. Yeah. No, I, I I had heard from plenty of people that we needed to check this one out. So uh, uh, definitely a good recommendation. Um, we talked a little bit about this before we got on, but uh, this did have a limited U.S. theatrical release. Uh, would either of you like to guess how much it made in the box office? Oh. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say $79,000. Um, $55,000. Now, I don't know if this is uh, legit because it's Wikipedia, of course, but $4.1 Oh, shit. Worldwide. Nice. Box office? Yeah. That's what it Look says. Yeah. Well, I hope his parents got some of that money. Yep. It made uh, three, $3.1 million in North America, and then it made about 800000 overseas. So It might have been like... It might have just been playing like Batman in Alaska for a year. Oh yeah, just play, <laughs> just played on repeat every hour after the hour. <laughs> well, it had to be pretty cheap to make because he had a lot of the footage like mm-hmm. already done, you know. Yeah, and I mean Werner Herzog is a is a pretty famous um, document documentarian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. If you look at his, if you look at his IMDb, you'll find some stuff on there. So he's a um, he's a pretty famous director. So like that's probably where most of the money went. And, I, and he did he did a, he did a fantastic job. Absolutely, hundred percent. 
All right. Um, is there any other, is there an animal that you would go and live with every summer for 13 summers? I don't like the outside enough to do anything like that. <laughs> no. I've lived with my dog for however many years inside my yeah, life. I do a lot back home. <laughs> I, do, I, I, I enjoy um, the outdoors. Like I, I spend a lot of like um, time, like in the Grand Canyon type of area and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. but to do it, like I, I don't, I'm not. Unfortunately, like like Tim Treadwell, I don't have this the background to actually live out there for like any period of time. Uh, but if I but if I had to pick an animal, so. I had to live with one. I think I would go uh, manatee. Manatee, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a smart. They're smart. Mm -hmm. It's it's they're 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 a nice animal. They are right? very nice. Yeah, yeah, very gentle. Well, dumb, but gen yeah. gen gentle giants. And I mean, it's better than living with a grizzly bear, right? The manatee's <laughs> not going to fucking eat you. Yeah. You don't you don't know he's the he's the sea cow so you might he might get hungry. He <laughs> might look like good, some good sea chud one day. So <laughs> they only eat, they only eat like I know, um, I'm just fucking around. Seaweed, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What are you saying uh, about me, Logan? No, nah, it, it was a joke. I was just messing around. Well, just, but yeah, it would have to be something in water for sure. I, I can't think of a specific animal, but uh, yeah, something near or around water. I feel like uh, would be a good time. Are either of you Star Wars people? I'm a Star Wars yeah. person. So Werner Herzog played the client on The Mandalorian. Oh, that's right. Uh, okay. Yeah. He sounds like he would have a very like Star Wars this mm -hmm. kind of voice. So <laughs> he reminded me of Christoph Waltz from uh, a little bit uh, Glorious Bastards a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, yeah, it, it you know. Something, something in what? Yeah, like a manatee would be pretty cool, I guess, or like a sea lions or seals or something like that. So, be pretty cool. Penguins. Logan, maybe. Logan, just right, right to the sea mammals. Right, right. <laughs> Get out of my lane, Logan. I'm the sorry, manatee. sorry. Manatee man, it's gonna be my documentary. I'll go live with the penguins. I, I can deal with the cold for a little bit. Well, penguins, you know, they're the ones that have to raise the children. Yeah, that's true. I would say dolphins, but I've heard they're kind of assholes. So. Yeah, they are assholes. So, probably not that. Not I as bad as I bears. I think Herzog might have done a penguin movie as well. <laughs> Mark, Mark Do the penguins Mark. eat anybody? <laughs> they just eat fish, don't they? I think so. Well, and I'm going to go live with the sloths. There you go. That'd be a cool one. Yeah. There it is. Encounters at the End of the World. 2007 American documentary film by Werner Herzog about Antarctica and the people who chose to spend time there. We could knock that out next. Yeah, there oh, you go. Shit. I but I do love a zoo. I do love I do love animals and watching them kind of interact with each other. Me too. Big time. I'm a I, huge I, animal lover. Yeah, yeah. I I do not think I could go out in the wild and flip with them and stuff like that. Like, like I said, I, 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 I like being outside, but I do not like, I don't like the idea of living outside or like staying outside for any considerable period of time, <laughs> like long weeks and months and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So especially not a whole season and like being there every season, every year of that season. So yeah, definitely, definitely not happening in my world. <laughs>
the places where he is in Alaska is like gorgeous. Like oh, all absolutely. of his footage yeah. is amazing. Um, There's not but, that many spots left on Earth that are yeah, no, that are untouched by humans. Like that is, yeah, it's about as remote as it gets. I could definitely see that part of it, you know, just that remoteness and how gorgeous it is. Um, but yeah, like, I'm going to change my animal. I'm going to live with the otters. I do love an otter. I love oh, otters. I like a, oh, you know, and I, I've always been a big ostrich person. Ostrich? But they, oh, could, oh, they could probably oh, kick oh, your ass, though. Yeah. Oh, that. I love, I, I, I really like ostriches. So there's a um, there's a um ostrich farm right at, just north of Tucson, Arizona. Okay. It's about an hour and a half ride from where I live. I used to go there like once every couple of months. <laughs> wow, that's cool. So, that's I mean, it's like it's it's a fascinating animal. They have like a hundred of them. So when that's... you walk the whole thing, all the ostrich would follow you, and you know they um you know what they do if they're if they're afraid. Not a smart animal. Do you know what they do if they're afraid, Logan? What What is that? Or don't they stick their head in the ground? They bury their head in the sand because right. they think if they can't see you, you can't see yeah, them. You can't see them. Yeah, that's right. Fascinating. Fascinating. That is awesome. <laughs> I didn't know you were a big ostrich guy. I, I didn't oh, have I Roger pinned down as an ostrich guy. Right. I, I am a huge ostrich person. <laughs> Guilty as charged. That's cool. Thank you. <laughs> that, that's just, First find an ostrich stock for a broad. It took, it took me like two years to tell my wife that. So <laughs> you're like, all right, I think she's ready. I think she's ready. I think she's ready for the secret. <laughs> like, baby, I gotta tell you something. I don't know how you're gonna take it. <laughs> I have some guy. I do have some pictures. I'm a big ostrich guy. <laughs> What do you mean? I like ostriches. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> do you want to fuck them, or are you just like watching them, or what? <laughs> not, I mean, we don't need to go there. You can keep it PG. I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to dignify that with a response. <laughs> well. We kind of went off the rails, but this was a good talk about this this poor man. Um, he died doing what he loved, I guess. Is I sure did. What I can say. Um, and that coroner is still wrong for everything that he did on camera um, in this whole documentary. <laughs> All right. So if there's anything left to say, I don't know that there is anything left to say. Um. I know you don't have any. Well, do you have any other podcasts, Roger, coming up? Um, yeah, th this week in the NFL should be yeah. starting up. Should be starting up soon um, with myself, John D'Amato, Cow Cowboy Senior, my dad, and uh, potentially Ryan Gray. So that should be coming up soon. And I did make a, a special appearance on Ryan's podcast to preview um, what ended out of co of course being. Probably the worst match of the last 10 years <laughs> of wrestling. Um, Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler at SummerSlam. So I, I can pretty much guarantee that the podcast was better than the match. So I'm definitely that for sure about that. What about you, Logan? 
it, it was pretty bad. I won't lie. Um, and, and yeah, I, was say, I don't, I don't hate to do those girls as much as a lot of people do, but, um, I will plug a couple of things. Uh, highway to the impact zone of the place of nation wrestling feed. We're going through TNA's history. Um, we're about to get to victory road 2006. So check that out. And then linking up luchas is my new show here on the North South connection, going through Lucha underground's history, with uh, with the gang, the the great gang that I have going along with me, uh, that's uh, Jenny and Jake on one team, and uh, Schiff and Sean on the other one. Uh, we just recorded episode three, and we should be recording episode four in the next couple of weeks. So check that out. Alrighty. Um, as for me, you can find me on Wednesdays here on the North South Connection with this show and uh, some other shows that I do. A uh, couple of new things coming up. The return of Freak Out Drive-In is coming up. Um, just in time for spooky season. So, very excited um, to fire that one back up. I have missed me some Freak Out Drive-In. And I'm um, looking forward to that. You can find me on Twitter at Jenny Position. And uh, we thank you again for listening. And we will see you next time.